This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Kia ora, I'm Hugh and you're listening to my quasi-weekly podcast, Hugh's Featured Tracks. This is a look back at the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on the Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Ongatangata Manawatu. Without further ado, let's hear the first of those tracks. I've talked a bit in the long uh, history of this uh, segment about the kind of genius of particularly like very experienced Māori musicians in terms of like taking styles that originate elsewhere and then repurposing them into something uh, original. Um, A good example of that would be the phenomenon of like the Māori reggae band. You know, there's been a massive embrace of this Jamaican style of music by particularly Māori, Pacific as well, but particularly Māori bands um, in here in Aotearoa. And they've taken the kind of, the music, but also the core Rasta philosophy, which often travels with the music, and kind of repurposed that into something that's kind of indigenous and, and fits with local experience. Um the bands that I'm going to play you a track from are called Supreme Brother Sound, and they give me very much that vibe. Uh, they describe themselves on their link tree as a six-piece roots reggae band from the beautiful shores of Te, Raif, uh, Te Tairawhiti, um, which is Gisborne if you're uh, not up on your Māori place names. Uh but they really give me that vibe of being like, I kind of want to say like battle hardened, but that, that sounds very aggressive. What I mean is like really like seasoned professional musicians who've come together to do uh, a cool thing that's more of a passion project. Um the uh, the video for the song uh, shows them as this like, solid band of guys uh the the lead singers this um massive bald Māori guy with uh a moko and uh that it expands across his bald head as well the rest of the band are these you know big solid Māori guys with dreads um by and large it, it's a very kind of gisborne look if you'll uh, pardon me saying it but what they make is this extraordinarily tight, smooth, really uh, precise music. The singer's got this big R&B voice. And in fact, the song I'm going to play you, uh, they describe themselves as uh, primarily a roots reggae band. But the track I'm going to play you is like it's R&B. Uh, it's, it's not really reggae. 
Um, it's called Sorry About It. It's pretty much uh, a straightforward kind of baby I love you romantic ballad, uh, as is so much classic R&B. Um, this is very much the genre form being carried out faithfully here. Um, I want to make special mention as well, there's a really charming video. Um, often when stuff comes through on the New Tracks compilation, which is where I got this, uh, this song um, from New Zealand on air, there's a, an accompanying video because one of the things that New Zealand On Air will do is they will fund a band who are getting a bit of traction to make a, a video for a song that's doing well. And this has some uh, great footage of the band performing live. That's where I, I managed to kind of figure out what they all look like. But it's also got this very charming story of a, a kid who's um, trying to impress his crush at a, a – I mean it's – pitched they call it just a ball it's pitched kind of like a high school ball i guess um which manages to have these guys as the band hell of a high school ball um and his it's implied to be like friend cousin you know part of that sort of constellation of vaguely defined relationships that uh that makes up the sort of like expanded fano uh ainga kind of universe of, of uh of Māori and Pacific families sometimes. Um, and this uh, the being like coached through learning to dance and learning to dress and getting fit and all this stuff and, and kind of having a final victory. And it's, it's just very charming. Anyway, uh, I hope you dig it. If you do, uh, you can find these guys primarily on Instagram or Spotify. They are Supreme underscore brother underscore sound on the gram. And if you just look for Supreme uh, brother sound on all of the music streaming platforms, I'm sure you will find them. As I say, you can find this uh, video as well. It's uh, on their own YouTube channel. Um, that is also worth checking out if music videos mean anything to you. Right now, here they are with the tune. Sorry about it. Take you on a 
featured track comes from Holly Arrowsmith from Christchurch. She's described in an article on nzmusic.org as a forerunner in New Zealand's alt-country and folk revivalist movement. I don't know that I've come across the term folk revivalist before. That sounds a little more political than um, than perhaps it sets out to. However, however, um, I have expressed my admiration for the kind of alt-country sometimes also called like Americana scene that's tied to Christchurch and particularly to uh, to Littleton. Um, this, I think, I would put in that general camp. Um, Holly Arrowsmith has a very smooth voice uh, and there's a very smooth style to the way that this song is put together, which, you know, is counter to perhaps the slightly lumpier uh, style that I like in my old country sometimes. But there's some really nice touches here. This track's produced by Thomas Healy, who's part of the band Tiny Ruins and also um, records and produces a lot of their stuff. I particularly like, I think it's probably a steel guitar that's going on in the background, but it's got this very kind of spooky wail to it, and it's very subtle. Um, It reminds me actually of the song um, 1993, which is on uh, Anika Moore's album. I forget the name of the album. Uh, It's a... 
song about kind of uh, Anika Moore's heyday as a, as a young musician and the, the weird experiences she had kind of negotiating that life. Um, anyway, it has this very interesting, spooky kind of wailing I think steel guitar sound on it, and that's kind of uh, replicated here. It's also um, a really nice showcase, the song of what I'd call like craftsman-like um, songwriting. The the song structure uh, and melody, uh, none, of, none of that stuff is kind of revelative, but what, uh, what Holly Arrowsmith has done is set out to write a song about the specific uh, experience she had in, in Tucson, Arizona, she says her grandfather fed the birds every morning and there was a dove that would wake her while she was visiting um, this uh, this desert dove with a particularly mournful song. And then when he died, she says she heard that same dove in New Zealand and, and was filled with this kind of sense memory of him. Um, and she just beautifully encapsulates that experience and uh, and it's kind of lovely. Um, and it's all done over, as I say, this very kind of basic structure and the melody is not, you know, fireworks. Um, I think this is kind of the best of what old country does um, and delivered in this very smooth and, and uh, digestible way, which is, is just lovely. Anyway, here you go. This is uh, a track I got from the New Tracks compilation for February. This is Holly Arrowsmith with desert dove desert doves wake me in the Catalina dawn you'd be up already listening to their morning song the birds all knew you they'd come running through the sand you'd be out there sitting with the cardinal in your hand your ashes underneath a tree that lives for 1500 years and I know it won't bring you back but it has arms like yours praise to early waking grievers to those
Listen for that sound carried by the dove to show me my own sorrow, how to rise above. Today it was something I read by a dead poet. La la. I've talked before about how cool it is that being subscribed to the New Tracks compilation gives you like a snapshot of these people doing interesting things and then they come back and they come back and they come back and often New Zealand being New Zealand they come back in different bands doing different things but you know you you look at the personnel and you realize you've seen this person before. This is a case, I think, of catching people while they're on the way up. This is a track by a group called Coast Arcade, uh, who describe themselves as surf pop. Um, I guess you would call you would you would say surf in the sense that, like, uh, you know, Dick Dale is surf, not in the sense that the Beach Boys called themselves surf. Uh, I would call it like. Uh, up-tempo power pop, I suppose. Anyway, anyway, uh, they are a band who formed at high school in 2021. Um, I do not see any sign of them having been a RockQuest band, um, which is interesting purely because often when you you come across a very young band uh, making an impact, they turn out to have been a smoke-free RockQuest band. But... Uh, they have um, had a very meteoric rise. They've already opened for touring bands uh, from Australia, uh, as well as for Princess Chelsea and the Beths, both of whom are, you know, moderate heavyweights in terms of the New Zealand indie scene at the moment. Um, This single, which I believe is their second, was actually uh, mixed by John O'Pierce of The Beths, um, which is, you know, again, uh, quite a pedigree to be bringing at your, uh, bringing it to your second single. Um, I was really uh, attracted by just the sheer energy of this song. Um, the description of the lyrics from the the lead singer and guitarist Bella Bavin um, is this. It's about this experience of being in an airport and you see someone of a similar age to yourself. I guess this is more uh, of a thing as as a younger person because, you know, let's be real. I am a 42-year-old man. When I am in airports, I see people of my own age all of the time. And uh, I do not experience the weird chemistry uh, and and kind of emotional charge um, that these guys are describing. Uh, but, you know, is power pop not, in fact, a young person's game? You know, this is this is the nature of the beast. Anyway, uh, that was the thing that first drew me in. I recommend sticking around to the point at which these guys pull out harmony harmony leads because um, there is nothing that will make me uh, dig infectious power pop more than it suddenly being clever that cleverer than it needs to be, and and that is definitely what happens. And you can see a moment. Um, 
I mean, this is possibly theatre because the music video was, of course, uh, staged in the way that these things are. And uh, and Bella Bevan describes being in a pool until 1 a.m. Uh, trying to get this one, like, not even particularly long shot where she's singing with just her head poking out of water. Um, but there is a moment where, where the harmony leads are happening and they cut to the bass player looking very pleased with himself. Um, just, you know, we know we're doing something clever and it's very charming. Anyway, 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 you can find Highest Heights, that's the name of the single, uh, on Spotify, uh, all of the other streaming platforms. Uh, you can also find the video for it on YouTube. Uh, right now, here are Coast Arcade with their new single, Highest Heights.
You've been listening to Hughes Featured Tracks, a quasi-weekly podcast put together from the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi, Onga Tangata, or Manawatu. If you'd like to listen to the backlog of episodes for this podcast, you can find them along with all of our other locally made shows at our website, www.npr.nz. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.